0: Pray with me. Father, we thank you for the gift of eternal life. We thank you that not only in this world, but in us, you have brought your kingdom. And we pray that through us, your name would be glorified. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, today, I want to start in uh, Mark's Gospel, Um, and uh, we're going to begin there, and then we're going to jump all the way back to Genesis and do a whole summary of the Old Testament on our way back to Mark's Gospel so we understand what Mark's talking about. Um, Recently, we've been spending a lot of time in Bible study trying to understand the whole story of Scripture and how things fit together. Uh, It's been extremely rewarding for me as I've been preparing uh, for it, and I hope it's been rewarding to you. I certainly see it's been encouraging to some of you. Uh, So let us listen as, from the gospel account, the Holy Spirit continues to encourage us. So uh, this is a very curious bit in the first chapter of Mark's gospel. He said, after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel Now likely if uh, we were to try to summarize the gospel uh, together We would probably say something about Jesus at least I hope we would uh, Because that is central to it Uh, And we might get to his life and his resurrection Uh, But Mark hasn't gotten there yet In fact, he's not even going to start talking about the fact that Jesus needs to die till chapter 8 and it's going to be a shock to the disciples. Yeah, Peter's not going to like that. But right here, he's he's already talking about the gospel. Uh, and so we must ask ourselves, what is this gospel uh, that we're talking about? And if it's the same gospel, why is it already showing up here? So uh, let's do a little Greek work. Uh, it says the time is fulfilled. Uh, time there is kurias. Uh, kurias is different than kronos. Kronos is like the time of day, the passage of time. Kurias is the appointed time, the planned time. It's like a date on your calendar. It's come up. And then uh, the following, it says the time is fulfilled. Fulfilled is pelerotai. Pelerotai is is fulfillment, and especially the fulfillment of promises, promises that are being brought to realization, so Jesus shows up on the scene and says the appointed time is being brought to realization Right well Okay What's what's your story? So let's review right all the way back to Genesis 1 in the beginning Yahweh the creator God He created all things and he created them good and while he was creating them good, he created mankind, humans. And in Genesis uh, 1, verse 27, it says, "So God created mankind in His image. In the image of God, He created it, male and female, He created them. So in this good creation, he puts us people, and He makes them his selem, his images. That's really important here. We, as his image bearers, you've probably heard that before, made in the image of God, this Selem is uh, the image, the representation to execute the will in authority to reign, to reign with God as his representatives. And that's really a high view of humankind, is it not? Uh, which might be a little hard for us because we got to page three, where things go south very quickly. Uh, And in three, we've got the problem of sin coming up. And in response to that sin, the images of God who choose good and evil, deciding right and wrong in their own eyes rather than following in God's eyes, they create a major problem. They bring death into the world, not just for them, but for all who will come for them. But who is this God? Who is our God? He is the God who says in Genesis 3.15, I will put enmity between you, speaking to the serpent, you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. And he will bruise you on the head, and you shall bruise him on the heel. So this is what the church fathers call the proto-gospel, the first gospel. This is the first promise. This begins the whole arc of the rest of the Old Testament because this promised seed, the seed who's going to overcome death, And sin who will conquer that and will solve the problem brought in by Adam and Eve That's who we begin waiting for and and the story arc continues because we're constantly generation by generation Waiting for the seed and we have our ups and our downs some people do better than others, but ultimately everyone's failing we get to Abraham Abraham's called and the story kind of slows down, right? It's speeding through generations and we hit Abraham and with him in his descendants. It slows down, and we see his descendants, the 12 tribes of Israel. They go into Egypt, into captivity, and then God rescues them out. He redeems them. And then they wander in the desert because of their own poor choices. Eventually, they're brought into the promised land, and God sets up the kingdom. Part of that is establishing his temple. Now, his temple is a reprise of creation. If you look carefully, what you see in the temple is an image of Eden. You see flowers and you see trees and even that that seraphim that he put in front of the way to Eden, the door to Eden to guard the way of the tree of life, that's what God has them weave into the hanging that shields the holy of holies. That's significant. Things aren't going well, though, because all throughout this, the seed is constantly in danger, and his people, his chosen people, who are supposed to be the bearers of the seed, the seed is to come from them. They're constantly endangering it, which brings us to Jeremiah. Jeremiah shows up in 627, and he's a prophet that for his entire time of ministry, no one ever responds to any of his preaching. And uh, they give him lip service, but they don't repent in their hearts. And we see this in our text. Jeremiah 3.20 says, Surely, as a treacherous wife leaves her husband, so have you been treacherous to me, O house of Israel? And this is, is really a very painful picture. This is the wayward spouse who wanders and spends time with others. He says, You're not important to me. That's a very painful picture when we dwell on it. It gets worse. 21 says, A voice on the bare heights is heard, the weeping and pleading of Israel's sons because they have perverted their way, because they have forgotten the Lord their God. The Israelites have created false altars on the hills in the country, and they're going and worshiping foreign gods. 22 says, return, O faithless sons, I will heal your faithlessness. You come to me, I will heal you. And here's their lip service. Behold, we come to you, for you are the Lord our God. Truly the hills are a delusion. The orgies on the mountain, truly the Lord our God is the salvation of Israel. Sweet, sweet lips. They even acknowledge the depth of their sin. 24, but for our youth, The shameful thing has devoured all which our fathers labored, their flocks and their herds. They've given their flocks and their herds to these hunks of wood on the hills, hoping that rain would come, hoping that grain would grow. And that's not the worst. In a valley called Gehenna, they took their sons and their daughters and they burned them alive to Melech. They burn them alive in hopes that if they burn their own children, their own images, their seed, the very seed that God promised the seed would come from, they're burning them in hopes for a loaf of bread. It's astounding then. It's astounding what God says. He says in one, If you return, O Israel declares their Lord. To me you should return. If you're going to repent, come to me. If you remove your detestable things, saying this is what repentance looks like. Remove your detestable things. Do away with these idols. Take them from my presence. And do not waver. And if you swear as the Lord lives in truth, in justice, and in righteousness, says this, live like this. Truth justice, and righteousness. Now, truth, the Hebrew there is emeth. And it's, uh, it goes beyond just reality of facts. It's trustworthiness, faithfulness, commitment. It says charge against them in 22. Return, O fatherless sons, faithless sons, I will heal your faithlessness. You come to me and commit yourself to me. So if you commit yourself to me, and if you do justice and righteousness. Now, in all the prophets, these go together. They're two sides of the same coin. Righteousness is tzedakah. It's, It's treating others as the image of God that they are, with the dignity they deserve. It's right relationship, both with God and with man. And when you practice righteousness, right relationships, what ends up happening is mishpat, is justice. And justice, it can have the legal sense of a just, correct verdict, but it's more than that. It's restorative justice. It's seeking out the vulnerable. It's, it's even changing social structures in order to protect those who need the protection. It's, he says, if you're going to be my images, if you're going to be my representatives, you do mishpat, you do justice. What does that look like? Well, Jeremiah talks about it again later in 22, and he says, do justice and righteousness. This is what that looks like. He says, deliver from the hand of the oppressor him who has been robbed. When you see someone who's being robbed, you go. You make his problem your problem, and you deliver him. And do no wrong or violence to the resident alien. The person who's not of your culture, who doesn't understand how you interact, who doesn't know the landmines, who is ripe for being misused and taken advantage of, says you do no wrong to him. You take care that when he is in your midst, he doesn't have to worry for his safety. He doesn't need to worry about the landmines because no one's laying them for him. The fatherless and the widow do no wrong to them, right? This is an agrarian society, a patriarchal society. If you're a widow, you have no husband and your land has been removed because now you have no husband. And if you don't have children to take care of you, you're a beggar the rest of your life. He says, in my land, in my people, they shouldn't have to worry about their future you do righteousness and justice and you make sure they eat. As with the children whose parents are gone, they should not need to fear for their bread tomorrow. Do tzedakah, so that mishpat, justice, would reign in my land. Now, the southern kingdom Judah is decidedly not doing this and will end up going into exile before it or because of it. And they will come back from exile and they will have grasp to some measure the depth of the issue and so what is the heart of these people when jesus shows up on the scene we move forward to our psalm psalm 130. now this is part of the psalm of ascents the psalm of ascents are the psalms that you recite as you're going up to jerusalem remember where in jerusalem jerusalem has the temple what's the temple the temple is refiguring of eden And God's saying, come back to Eden, come back to the doors of Eden again and again and again. And remember who you are. You are the line from whom the seed is to come. You are how I will fulfill my promise to do away with death. And as they go up, they say, out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. For with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption. They're waiting. They're waiting for this restoration, even as they go back to the liturgical doors of Eden. And so a man named Jesus shows up in their midst, and he says, The appointed time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the good news. Do you see why all of Israel was in an uproar over what he was saying? The whole storyline up until now, he's saying, I'm it. I'm the appointed time. The kingdom of God is coming. I am the seed. And he's going to unpack that, right? We're going to learn As we get to know him through the rest of Mark's gospel, that that this man Jesus, he is the true and real image bearer. He has made the choices that say yes to God's will. He's back at that tree of decision: Do I do I obey God and eat from the tree of life, or do I choose to define things my own way and eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? And there's going to come a time where he's in a garden. He's in the Garden of Gethsemane, surrounded by trees, making that decision. And he says, I don't want to do this, but not my will, but your will. And there's a race then, a race to the cross. And what does God do when Jesus dies on the cross in the temple? the seraphim way back at the beginning that guard the way to the tree of life, that he had them weave into the tapestry that hid the Holy of Holies, the Garden of Eden in the image of the temple, he's going to rip it from top to bottom and reopen the door to Eden, to life with God. Now, shortly we're going to come to the altar and we're going to have communion. And who are we to come here? I don't know about you, but I haven't been the image bearer in this last week that I should have been all the time. I drink from death's cup. Jesus is so much more than just the faithful one just the true image-bearer. He's the image-bearer who not only reopens the door to life with God, to Eden existence, but he does so as the perfect one, the new Adam. And a new race comes from him. All of us must be adopted into him. And by your baptism, you have been. You have been made renewed. Not only are you the image bearers that you were created to be as all men are who walk this earth But you know it and by the washing of Christ's blood and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit who equips and guides and sustains you You can truly walk with him in this new life And what does that look like? It's still going on look at the text of Mark What's he saying? believe the gospel in here. And immediately he goes and he calls people to come and reign with him to exercise his will, to be his representatives. That's what apostle means, the sent one. Right? And what's that going to look like? Matthew 23 tells us, who's the greatest among you? You'll be the last and the servant of all. Jesus says this is what real image bearing looks like look at me i am come to serve not to be served 2nd Corinthians 5 says when you are in Christ new creation your your scripture in english probably has he is a new creation but he is isn't there in the greek it just says if anyone is in Christ new creation it doesn't just mean you are a new creation it means you are a font of new creation He has made you new through the washing of the blood of Christ, and from you pours out new creation into the world. When you love your neighbor, new creation. When you paint a picture to the glory of God, new creation. When you do justice and righteousness, when you look for the poor and take care of them, and look for those who do not know where they will get their next meal, and you make sure they don't have to worry about that, new creation. when you obey the charge of Matthew 28, where he said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. Come, we begin a new week. Come and be fed. Come hear the gospel as it's placed in your hand. As you eat it. Come be encouraged, for Christ has died for you and he has opened the way back to life with God, not just for you, but for your neighbors. And as we hear in Jeremiah, when we live a life enabled by Christ's forgiveness to us of truth, of faithfulness, of righteousness, of right standing with our neighbor, acknowledging their image bearing, of justice, of taking care of those around us in Christ's name. The promise that was given here in Jeremiah and is seen in every moment of Jesus' earthly ministry is ours also. He has given it to us. He says, live this way and the nations shall bless themselves in him and in him shall they glory. So, brothers and sisters, walk with Christ this week because he has washed you and he has equipped you and you are his images and he has made you worthy to be the instruments of bringing the nations to him. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.